Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're about to hear what many people consider obscene language and ideas that are offensive. They are also popular. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah. Woo! I'm partying like a madman, and I'm 38 years old. Woo! You guys are up next. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, if Emily Shane asked me a question. It looks like I'm going to have a panic attack, and you should just jump in there. You're going to be fine. Look at you. You've got the hair of Giovanni Ribisi and the complexion of Timothy Hutton and the eyes of Joni Mitchell. You're like a, a Mr. Potato Head of beautiful people. Ugh. Plus, this is a pre-tape, so if anything terrible happens, they can always edit it out. Okay, okay you're up. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Get over to me. Laser drilled holes. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. More than happy to do it. So much sausage. Tate Wars. Just pass it on down. And now, what's your favorite? <laughs> Excuse me. Our feature presentation. <laughs> Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Friday, the 23rd of August. Line drive, center field, base hit. Here comes Seager. So what was it like, Beer Mug? We have an eyewitness to history. What was it oh. like, the electric feeling in Dodger Stadium last night in the bottom of the ninth, all tied up 2-2, Kiki Hernandez bobblehead night? The man himself gets up to the plate with another walk-off hit to give the Dodgers the victory. Imagine us, being there in person. Imagine. And imagine bringing your kid. Right? Your kid yes. gets to see it at such a young age. And what a great thing. imagine being Kike bottle, bottle, what? Bobblehead. Bobblehead night. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that hit the walk-off. Right. You're leaving with little Kike. And this is a memory that your daughter, Evie, will fall in love with baseball. Like, for the rest of her life, she'll be like, my dad took me, and we were there at the end of the game when the Dodgers won, and I realized how great it was. Tell us Let's all hear it about again. it. Let's hear the clip again before we hear Muggs. Because Just to know what like, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, so excited. Imagine mm-hmm. yourself there with your kid. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. I hear, I, I mean, I get chills just listening to the play-by-play. Right? You're sitting in the stadium with all those other fans. Incredible. Line drive, center field, base hit. Here comes Seager. Throw home. Off line. Barry do it again. 
Throw home offline. Dodgers do it again. Were yes. you like high five at everybody in the crowd and running up and down the aisle? I uh, I uh, was in the parking lot. Hmm? I'm sorry. What you 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 were there in the stadium? You saw you saw the hit with the kid. No, I, I was in the stadium, and then then I was in the parking lot during all of that. You you left before the walk off, like a couple <sighs> innings before the walk off because you were tired. You had work. to work a couple innings, right? Top top of the ninth inning. <laughs> so you literally left <laughs> just before the Dodgers had a chance. To win the game. Stuck out the whole thing. Look. Top of the night. What is wrong with <laughs> look, your family? Look. <laughs> I. Well, it was a blowout, though. It was like 10 to 1 when you left in your defense. No right? way I mean, for them the, to catch up. Yeah. yeah, they couldn't come back mm. from that. It's not is a it... team that's known for winning in the ninth. Right. Who, by the way, who leaves in the bottom, in between the top and bottom of maybe, the night? Maybe Muggs is just a, trying to live on a tradition within his family. With a tie ball game. He oh, doesn't man. like that tradition. Mom missing will be Kurt proud Gibson. of me. Mama will finally love me. <laughs> Look, I'm not, uh, there's nobody more upset about this than me. Uh, except your daughter and yeah, her broken let's heart. let's go to line one. We've got Evie. <laughs> she knows the number here? She um, does. <laughs> yeah, that, that. How, how, how? What were you trying to avoid uh, besides being thrilled with a with a walk off? Yeah, what were you trying to do other than avoid excitement? With with a team that you claim to have been a lifelong fanatic of, by the way. This wasn't you just dipping into a sport. This was your team your whole life. And you know the kind of season they've had. Let's play the clip just once more. (laughs) Because the excitement. I think that's a good idea. Imagine right. it's excitement. Don't do me a favor. Imagine it in the stadium, not in the parking lot. Right. Because I know okay. that we've now established that, but I don't want our audience to feel like losers. Okay. okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Line drive, center field, base hit. Here comes Seager. Throw home. Offline. They do it again. Maybe when maybe when he said they do it again, mm-hmm. he didn't mean the Dodgers. He meant Beer Mug's family has done it again. <laughs> they did it again. They, they missed the most the important night. point. Damn the Cantros. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> they put you up on the jumbotron. Look at this a hole. Leave it. They oh, they done it again. <laughs> I really, I really have no excuses other yeah. than. Look, as a guy who sometimes leave early from sports because I have an early morning, mm-hmm. you know, if it's 3-1, if it's 4-1, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if it's tied and you get up out of your seat and walk out, I don't know how you do that. Well, they were, they're the Dodgers. They were down They were down 2 nothing yes. going into the ninth. But the whole game, the Dodgers weren't seeing the, the Blue Jays pitcher, the starting pitcher, they just they weren't used to him. So they, they were popping up. They hit into the shift over and over and over. And, you know, I got a three-year-old. My three-year-old kid was there. I was trying to beat traffic. The, the, the and you want to make sure about, she didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Was she mad that you were whistling? Yeah, she was upset. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I trust me. It When I heard the stadium erupt... <laughs> Oh, and, that's the best. and then I heard Randy <laughs> yeah. Newman start blasting. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> I was just like, no. Evie no. was like, Daddy, what does that mean? <laughs> how come they're cheering? Daddy, how come you don't love me? <sighs> Why are you flooring it out of the stadium? Yeah. Did I you mean, do what Mom did to you? I mean, it, it wasn't bad enough. Whoa, Whoa. Whoa. that's bad. Whoa. Uh, it, that, one, that one drew blood. He hasn't had time for that. <laughs> it wasn't bad enough that I showed up uh, the last out of the first inning, and they were all out of Kike Hernandez bobbleheads already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that 
I gotta so at tell least, you, at least Evie has a great souvenir to remember the night she didn't see the walk off. You're a giant loser. Yeah, <laughs> nothing worked That's out. That's crazy. Nothing. Yeah. I, yeah, but it's just like, you know, she sat there all game, mm-hmm. and she 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 was so well-behaved, and I just felt so bad. I felt selfish sitting there. It's so... Oh, look, she sat here for 14 hours or however long the game was until the ninth <laughs> inning. You don't want her to see the grand, the grand like, climax that's the best part of the game. You got to the front of the line for Dodger Dogs, and they're like, we're all out. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, I'm a Giants fan now. <laughs> Oh, wow. No. Too far, Jensen. No. Too far. Muggs, when you, uh, when you took Evie to see, she's three, right? Yeah. When you took her to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, did you watch like the first two hours and 20 minutes of the movie and then right before the end you go, come on, honey, let's get out of here. You don't want to see how it ends. I just left her in the theater. No, uh, guys, I have no excuse for this. I, I, You know, the history of my family, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And the, it, But the history of your family is the one thing... Because he missed the Kirk Gibson home run. He was at that game and yes. left early. Is the one thing that would dictate how you act as an adult at Danger Game. But we all Dodger become games. our parents. That's the whole goal of mm, life, man. You try your hardest. Not in some ways. <laughs> you try your hardest, and you still end up repeating their mistakes. Did, <laughs> Evie, <laughs> did Evie like the um, Chinese food? We didn't even get Chinese food. Okay. All right. We, uh, yeah. Uh, look. What a terrible dad you are. That would suck to go to a game with you. I... <laughs> oh, right. guess who called me after the game, by the way? Kike? No. Did Your you see mom. my home run? You're my mom. Your mom. Oh. She said, did you see it? Did you see it? And I go, Mom, I, I, I left at the beginning of the, the top of the ninth. No, I did not. Sorry. And she's like, how can you leave? I was oh, like, no. Oh, no. no. What? Oh. I was like, are you of all people? What? <laughs> Unreal. Guys, I'm, I, I just... Uh, this is going to hurt for a, a long time. Yeah. It should. Mm-hmm. You're a terrible it's person. Gonna, it's going to hurt you. Imagine what it's going to do to your daughter in therapy. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the root of your problems. My dad never, like, <laughs> saw anything through. We were at a baseball game. <laughs> so it's kind of, I kind of get out of relationships quick. Knock, knock. Who's there? Go Dodgers. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Why don't you yank me, loser? <laughs> <laughs> Seems extreme, but... Uh, we have your tickets for the Daydream Festival, which includes The Cure, Deftones, and a bunch more. That's uh, that's next weekend. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, you were nude in public accidentally. Mm-hmm. And I put accidentally in air quotes, by the way. No, uh, I think it really is accidentally. That's what I meant. I think, yeah, I don't think you're flashing or streaking or anything like that. It's just a body part popped out. It wasn't your intention, but people saw it. Uh, keep it 100 because it's Friday. And comedian Jonah Ray will join us. Oh, I love Jonah so much. That's all coming up. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Line drive, center field, base hit. Here comes Seager. Throw home. Off line. Barry do it again. It's hard to argue with the crowd on this one. Yeah. I mean, Gotta honestly, honest. though, there's no history this season of the team coming back. So that's how could true. he have predicted yeah. that? That's no right. Way. That's that's a great point. Uh, Thank you. All right. It is Friday, you yeah, guys. Yeah. Yay. Allie Friday. is here with our first look at what's happening. You ever go to uh, Emerald's Restaurant in New Orleans? I did. Me too. Mm. You like it? I can cook. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm afraid where this story's going. <laughs> I mean, what did we eat? Not knowing. No, no, no. Okay. Nothing, nothing bad okay, about good. the restaurant. But, it was uh, pubes in the soup, wasn't it? Tell no. me. Just tell me. Do oh. you have chicken finger? Great <laughs> band name, though. Pubes in the soup. <laughs> um, uh, neither of you were wearing hats when you went? Uh, no. I'm not really much, much of a hat guy. Okay. Same. Well, Tommy like Lee and Tommy Lee and his wife, Brittany Frillin, claim they were kicked out of Emeril Lagasse's restaurant when Tommy dropped an F bomb after being asked to remove his hat. Yes. Apparently they were both wearing hats when they tried to dine at Delmonico in New Orleans. The hostess asked Lee to take off his baseball cap, though Frillin was allowed to keep hers on. Here's what Brittany says. So Tommy was like, oh, what the F? And took it off and put it in his lap. And then this guy comes up to our table. We have no problem. The hat's off. Everything's cool. And he's like, excuse me, I heard you use profanity. Then Tommy responded, you know what? F you were leaving. And she's all, we don't want to be in some stuffy ass place where they're like, take your hat off. (laughs) When, you know, life looks at you funny, take the fast lane. Yesterday, Emeril <laughs> responded to Tommy Lee and wrote, Hey, Tommy, Delmonico Nola's dress code is getting as much attention as Popeye's chicken spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> That's all he wrote. Not much of a bird. Not like, hey. Huh. Better cook than tweeter. Sorry about yeah. sorry about that, dude. Come on back and you can cuss all you want. Like, what? I do remember being a dress-up place. Yeah, it's got a, a place has a dress code. Yeah. So, right. you, yeah, kind of adhere to it. But it turns out that it was more the profanity, the F-bombs that Delmonico when in New Orleans. With curveball, uh-huh. lemonade. All right. <laughs> you couldn't even out. order lemonade. He had to leave. So there you have it. Uh, if you if you mm-hmm. mess with the bull, get yeah. back on that horse. It's a great <laughs> quote. It's not wrong at all. <laughs> Guys, you know when I tell you about studies and I think this well this whole thing is BS. Right. Uh, wait till you hear this is one. Is this a study we're not going to like? Well, no, it's just... It's, okay, it's Was there pubes in my soup? There was. Uh, <laughs> 85% chance you've had pubes in your soup. The vast majorities of Americans love pumpkin spice so much that 79% would sign a petition to make it available throughout the year. Okay, I find that believable. People like pumpkin spice if you can have it all year round, yeah, which actually it's all, it's you also can. An, it's also, wait, before I hear that, it's also annoying w- when stuff is only available seasonally when it could be available year round. Like, I don't get it. You can have pumpkin spice all year round. You just have to make it yourself. Well, tell me more. I'm, I'm just saying, that's not in the story, but you know that you can buy pumpkin spice no, coffee. Not We're not all and, millionaires, no. Ellie. Okay, yeah, you're right, seriously. you're right. All right. You just but, have to direct your staff to do it? I just go to the Starbucks. I don't know what you're talking but about. But here's where the study just gets dumb. So they surveyed 2,000 Americans found out that of those who enjoy pumpkin spice treats, 41% say they'd give up carbs to get pumpkin spice coffee for life. 41% said they'd give up alcohol. Oh, that's ridiculous. 28% said, I don't need chocolate anymore if I can have pumpkin spice all year round. 41% said they'd stand in line at the DMV once a month for the rest (laughs) of their lives if it meant getting pumpkin spice coffee for life. They could not recreate the results of this survey with any other 2,000 people on the the earth. They just couldn't. No. You go to hell, you son of a bitch. Yeah. And here's where I just said, okay. Lies, lies, and more lies, and Mm. lies Mm. on top of lies. Okay. 35% of those who plan on enjoying pumpkin spice flavored say 
they would name their child pumpkin spice <laughs> if it meant being able to have it all year long. Nope. None of uh, These people are messing around. That's all fake news. All of it. They're it's, messing around. It's got to be brought to you by pumpkin spice, right? Probably. Yes. What, smash those pumpkins. I mean. Who wrote it? A pumpkin spice? That's what he just said. Good. <laughs> Literally right before you asked kind that. Kind of. Nope. Definitely the same, the same <laughs> thing. I will say one thing about Pumpkin Spice. I always felt bad that she was cut from the Spice Girls right before they signed that record deal. Like, it seemed like she could have been part of it. And then they were just like, oh, can't have six. Can only have five. Just an orange woman. Not a person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Pumpkin Spice, in in obscurity, she's the Pete Best of the Spice Girls. Look it up, kids. (laughs) (laughs) So they were going to have a scary spice and a pumpkin spice? That's right. That's weird. That's right. They're very into Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so stupid. You happy with that? Really? Um, it's before six a.m. Okay, you're ready. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Got to work this stuff out off the air so it doesn't happen on the air. Yeah, this is warm up. Right. Okay. Yeah. Some birthdays for you from the Strokes. Julian Casablancas. Kobe Bryant. What's he doing nowadays? Well, he's got an Oscar. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Hanging around. Showing up at sporting events he with his kids. He has a production company. Yeah. I'm sure he's working on that. Mm-hmm. Cool. And Jay Moore, happy birthday. Hey. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, guys, the Pasadena Daydream Festival is happening at the Brookside of the Rose Bowl August 31st. That's only next weekend, you guys. Our friend Homar in studio. hey Hey. You're going to be there. You're going to The Cure. Oh, yeah, I am. Super excited. We were talking about a couple of minutes ago, before we go to the calls here, that The Cure was and is your favorite band. Absolutely. And that you were super, super goth back Mm. in the day. (laughs) I was totally goth, man. And we thought, what a fun way for you to get together with some of your your fellow goth heads (laughs) at at 1-800-520-1067 to win this ticket with a game that we like to call How Goth Are You? How Goth Goth Are You? You're goth for sure. sure. How goth, goth are you? Beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Truly beautiful. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be a knockout system like we do here on the phones, and you are going to be the arbiter of how goth the listener is. We'll just take them in order and start with Christina. She is on line one, joining us from Los Angeles. Hey, Christina, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. You're on with Omar. How goth are you? So when I was um, in junior high, I had a black backpack, of course, and it said, life is a prison. Death is the only parole. <laughs> oh, nice. Pretty good. Nice. That is pretty good. Yes. I love it. By the way, she's not fighting against anyone yet, so she wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's the winner so far. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are yeah. the gothiest person. Congratulations. How goth are you? I want to hang out with Christina, by the way. Life is a prison. Life is a prison. That's a strong start. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Carol in Los Angeles. Good morning, Carol. Hi, good morning. Hi, how goth are you? (laughs) So I used to go to all these clubs. um, Helter Skelter, Scream, Perversion. Oh, yeah, I've been to all those. Um, 
Yeah, Bruce Perdue was the man. He was a club promoter back in the 90s. But, yeah, you just go into a club doesn't explain to me how, you know, goth you were. How goth were you? What would you wear? What was your attitude? What was your mentality? Like, I want to get inside your goth head. Yeah, did you? (laughs) Was life a prison? (laughs) Oh, God, yes. I wanted to die. It was all about death and white makeup, black eyeliner and black lipstick and black clothing and... Going to all the clubs was so much fun. Uh, listening to all this fun goth music. I'm like, gonna have uh, to go with life's a prison. Life is still life's a prison. Yeah, life's life's still in prison. Sorry, Carol. Sorry. Oh God. Are you? By the way, almost all ladies on the phone here today, which is interesting. Let's go uh, to uh, Heather in Glendale. Good morning. Hey, Heather. Hi, guys. What's up? How goth are you? Hi. Uh, oh. Well, I um, I was so goth that my friends and I would get all goth out. We would wear all of our black uh, clothes, put on our white makeup, put on our crazy eyeliner, and we'd go down to the cemetery and we would, you know, lay on the stones and, like, take pictures in black and white. And uh, then we'd walk around the mall with our incense and burning and, like, get kicked out of the mall. Love that. uh, We went to to the clubs, too, but that was, like, our main, like, pastime. They took photo shoots in cemeteries, Yeah, I used to do the same thing. I used to hang out in cemeteries. (laughs) Did you really? Oh, totally, yeah. There was this one in Riverside we used to go all the time and just drink. Just wow. drink, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was the goth thing to do. I would I would totally. uh, vote for Heather, but it's not up to me. It's up to you, Omar. You know what? You <laughs> hanging out in cemeteries yeah. and taking pictures is goth. Pretty goth. I think uh, you beat life as a prison. Oh, okay. Sorry, prison. Christina. We'll say goodbye to Christina. Heather is the rating champ. Who's up next? All right. Up next is uh, Sabrina in Riverside. Good morning. Katrina. Katrina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabrina, put Katrina on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're playing for Cure tickets here today. How goth are you? How goth are you? Uh, me and my friends are so goth. We uh, How goth are you? <laughs> and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> We'd like to use that format from now on. Okay, we'll yeah, have to start yeah. with me. I was so goth. And then we'll... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Me and my friends would um, hang out and uh, drink, um, like, one of those, like, big space bags of wine. And then, like, we would go from that to, like, actually drinking each other's blood. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. Whoa. Whoa. It sounded, I'm sorry. It sounded like you said you used to drink each other's blood. Yeah. How did you get well, it? I mean, it only happened one time. One time. That's <laughs> enough. What did you do? Just <laughs> prick your fingers or what? Um, or a slice well, of vein? <laughs> We were drunk and like we um, actually, uh, my boyfriend at the time found a piece of glass on the ground and like just oh. cut, like, a piece of glass it. on the ground. Yeah, that's yeah, I know, I know. and sanitary, so good. That's crazy. Guys, seriously, life is a prison. Let her go. She's she's really goth. Unbelievable, Listen, Katrina. So far, yes, please. Because oh. we're saying goodbye to Cemetery Heather. Yeah, bye, okay. Heather. Okay, all right. Wow. Sorry, oh God. I didn't realize the competition was going to be this tough, by Cutting the way. Cutting yourself. Right? A shard of glass <laughs> yeah. from the ground. Oh, man. Love it. <laughs> All right. Did we just lose Ramon? Did you accidentally hang up on him? It looks like. Uh, Is he there? Ramon? Hello? Nope. Not Ramon. Hello? No. Okay. My bad. No. All right. No, okay. Sorry about that. So is it Kyle then? Kyle and Marino Valley. Yes, Hi. Hey, Kyle. Hi, what's how up? How are you guys? Good. You have something man, you want to tell us? Yes, sir. You talk about goth. None of these guys have anything on me. I'm talking about platform, Doc Martens, skin-tight pants, very cross-revealing, cuts, tears, blood, sex, magic, you name it. I even had a voodoo doll, two voodoo dolls. 
I don't like Hal's attitude. Let's move on. But he don't like his attitude. He was attitude. so gone. He was Kyle so now is a new voodoo doll. Way to go. Let's go to Stephanie. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Stephanie. You have something you want to tell us? Yes, actually. And even before I tell you how gal I am, my daughter Octavia loves Omar's karaoke. Mm. And oh. her first concert. Yeah, her first concert was when she was still in the womb, my womb. She saw placebo. Well, okay. placebo. Okay. And her first actual concert when she was three was Recoil, Alan Wilder's uh, post Depeche Mode work. So she's pretty goth herself. That's <laughs> very and, nice. And so by the way, okay, more and, background, please. She can't win. She can't win the contest. Too young. <laughs> and let me just no, say, if, if you missed if you missed Omar's uh, Omaroki from a couple of days ago when he's all decked out in his goth, you can see that on the Kevin and Bean social media at Kevin and Bean. All right, now what about you, Stephanie? You mentioned your daughter. Tell us about you. Okay, so I grew up in Toronto, which is an extremely goth city due to the British influence. And um, I also was a figure skater because that's the Canadian national pastime. Okay. So I would do interpretive dances on the ice to like Bauhaus and Cure Music, Mm. which, you know. All right. Mm. (laughs) Which had to be not normal at that time, I assume. Guys, is anything less goth than figure skating? I I think Stephanie was about to say then at the end of the routine, I would take the skate and slice my arm and drink my blood. Is that the case? No. No, okay. no. Okay. 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 If you did not drink any blood, I'm sorry. You do not get to move on. Katrina's like oh, amateur. Are you? All right. One call left, and then uh, Omar will see if Katrina is still standing or right. if Tim is going to swoop it at the end and win the cure tickets. He's in Bray, and he joins us now. Morning, Tim. Hey, good morning. Every morning I, when I woke up, I would play Bauhaus, Bella Lugosi's Dead, and light a candle. And uh, I got in trouble because... <laughs> and the candle caught a poster on fire. I got so much trouble. Your candle uh, caught a poster on fire. You didn't burn the house down, or did, did you burn the house down? I burnt my ro- half my room, and uh, my grandmother just like freaked out, and she never understood why I wore black eyeliner. Anyway, yeah, and, I feel uh, like that. Every- two generations away is probably not going to happen. It's I hard. do love lighting a candle every morning first thing when you get up there. I now, mean, if he killed his grandma, that would be way cool. Did you God. kill that your grandma? Be, that would be way cool. Um, what poster no, no, was I, it? I didn't kill my grandma. Okay. No. Didn't. Okay. What, okay. what was the poster? Was it like a Depeche Mode poster or something or what? No, it was actually a Cure poster. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. that's a nice right. Right. Yeah. Wow, tough anyway. choice here. Omar, you got yeah, you got to decide, Katrina or, or Tim. I'm going to have to go with uh, blood. Katrina. Oh. Yeah. How about that? Hey, Katrina. Yes. You are the gothiest yes. little gothette on the phones. You're oh going to see the Pasadena Daydream Festival at the Brookside oh of the Rose Bowl. Oh, my God. Woo. Next Woo. weekend Woo. with Cure, Pixies, and Death Jones. And your dog sounds fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> are you? The Kevin and Bean Show, K Rock. We want to talk about accidental nudity. There was a story in the news recently that I think got a little bit ugly, but uh, Whitney Cummings, she handled it just right, came out on top. What happened, Ellie? She took a picture, posted it to her Instagram, and realized after she posted it, a little bit of nipple in the picture, took it down, and time went by, and somebody started extorting her 
for it, saying, took a screenshot. I've, I've got this picture, and I will release it. And she's like, mm, yeah, that's not really going to work for me. So she released it on her own She feed. reposted it. She's mm-hmm. like, here's my nipple, everybody. Blah, blah. Uh, then the guy started saying, no, I have all your pictures. Um, I hacked in, basically, to your account. I've got everything from the cloud. And she's like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I'm going to own this. Here's my stuff. And she had said, which made me laugh, something about, um, listen, I'm glad that camera phones weren't around when I was a kid because all they would see were would be me like in trucker hats and stuff <laughs> like that. So good for her for doing that. It sucks that she even had to. I agreed but with that. An accidental nip slip. We've all had it. Haven't we? And by the way, I don't even know what to say about how dumb this is that you think you can extort someone over a nipple photo. Who cares? Right. Who on earth cares? Especially somebody like Whitney Cummings, by the way, who's a comedian. I mean, she and makes fun her, of everything. Yeah, it makes fun of everything. She deserves her privacy. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's terrible what this guy did to her. But it's not going to hurt her feelings if somebody sees her nipple. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she doesn't care. Yeah, I think she immediately said, listen, I'm not famous enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I guess the topic we want to do here today is accidental nudity. You showed something that you weren't planning on. Uh, It was in public. It was in a photo. uh, It was on the Internet. Here's an example from the column that I read. You guys know uh, the Slate column, uh, Dear Prudence, the advice column. Oh, Mm -hmm. sure. This is about a woman. I'll make this short, but this is about a woman who did not try on her wedding dress until the day (laughs) of the wedding Uh, and did not realize that it it did not fit well. It had a loose, deep neckline, and her nipples kept falling out throughout the wedding. She said, um, she said it, it's, uh, she's mortified to know that several hundred of her nearest and dearest friends saw her half naked in a way she absolutely did not want or plan for. My parents have mentioned it since the wedding, and while normally I would feel very confident in defending choices they don't agree with, this was not my choice, and I'm very upset about it. So she wants to know what is the advice the next time a family member mentions Hey, my next time you're getting married, try on the dress. Try on yeah. the dress. Yeah, that's right. on you. Very easy. Well, there's a more there's a more complicated backstory to that about okay. to, about where it came from and how she got it and stuff like that. But it was an unintentional flashing. So this is kind of what we're talking about, and that's that's not what you want people to remember from your wedding day. I mean, is there an accidental nudity more impressive than Lenny Kravitz? Ah, good point. Now, what was his? He he was he, performing. Mm-hmm. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he uh, sort of squatted down, mm-hmm. pants ripped. Yeah, dong fell out. Yeah, mugs. Back when I <laughs> Nothing we, to say about I that know that Muggs would have a story. Of course he does. Back when I started here at K Rock, 2006, our old buddy Smiley. You guys know Smiley. Yep, sure. It was his going away party at the backstage bar. We're all singing karaoke in front of probably the entire uh, K Rock staff. When the old receptionist by the name of Jimmy C decided to pants me as we were singing karaoke, oh. well, he not only pulled down my pants, but he pulled down my boxers as well. Hmm. And hmm. there was little mug on, on purpose. On purpose, little mug. And by little, you mean tiny? Uh, yeah, you uh-huh. can't. I mean, come on now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there it was for everybody to see. And I was, I turned uh, uh, beat faced red, and I put picked up my pants immediately. And that was very. Did you finish the song? Because <laughs> that tells that, us if you're a baller or not. That would have been a baller Did you move. Finish for sure. the song. We were singing short, short men, and yes, oh, I finished. No, <laughs> kidding. Um, that's not what you want. No, it no. was not good. And by the way, uh, 1-800-520-1067, any stories of accidental nudity, people saw something you wish they hadn't. Um, am I imagining this, or 
Was there a series of photos going around at one point of people who took pictures of things to sell online, like on Craigslist or on eBay or something like that, and didn't realize there were reflections? Oh, yeah. 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 That happens, right? Yeah, Yeah. but I think it it now is done on purpose. Like, that's how someone gets their rocks off. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, check out this toaster. You want to buy it? Sir, all I see are balls (laughs) in the reflection. (laughs) I think think now it's become Everybody's so aware of it that now it's on purpose? Like, you take a picture of, oh, I want to get rid of this in my bathroom. Then you look to the left and there's a picture of just a naked guy in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Anyone? Yeah. Or you say... I hate all of you. <laughs> you just want more examples? Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, hey, it. check out these rims of this car. And then you see the reflection in the paint of the car. And you're like, that's vagina. <laughs> Go on. And then you take a. You're on a roll. No, <laughs> I got it. I like it very much. Uh, all right. Let's take one call before the break. And let's make it Tina. She is in Hawthorne. one 800 This is going to be line two to get us going. Morning, Tina. Hi. Accidental nudity. Accidental nudity. So my friend and I, this was a long time ago, my friend and I were at Raging Waters, and we were in one of those rides. It wasn't one of the big slides. It was, they had different little pools that you would just sit in your right. inner tube right. and yeah. float from pool to pool. And um, I got dangerously close to this waterfall that kind of sucked me through my inner tube, and it pushed me down. And I stood up, and my friend... Uh, my male friend, who was laughing at me. I thought he was laughing at me because I got stuck into the tube and pushed through, and I was standing there laughing with him. I'm like, this was really funny. We're having a great time, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah, it's great. And I didn't realize that my left boob had been hanging out the whole time. (laughs) The waterfall pushed it pushed my bathing suit down, and my boob was just hanging out. And it's always the left one, right, Tina? Right? Yeah. <laughs> what is because, that? And that What's happened. Happening? It happened to me too. Wait, what? Coming out of the water at Westward Beach, and my left boob apparently was hanging out, and I hear my friends yelling, "Boob, boob!" <laughs> I thought they were booing the wave that knocked me, so I'm just yelling back. I'm like, "I know, right?" And they're like, "Boob!" I'm like, "Why are they so mad about that wave? I'm fine." Fantastic. This literally went for like six more steps, and then I finally was like, "Oh, yeah." I see what they're saying, yeah. and it's always the left one. Mm. Tina, thank, thank you uh, for calling. We appreciate it. one 800 your stories of accidental nudity when we return on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Pete. K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. Good morning, Henry. Hello, how's it going? Um, so we went over to, me and some buddies went over to Laughlin, uh, went over to the lake and had a little bit of fun. Got back to the, back to the hotel feeling pretty good. And while the guys went to the front desk to get their room keys, since they lost them over at the lake, I was hanging out, sitting on the, um, sitting on the ice chest, waiting for them. Well, I didn't know when I was out there on the inner tube that my boxes ripped, my my swim trunks ripped. And uh, while I was waiting in the lobby, everything was out there for everybody to see. Oh, mm-hmm. penis, penis, penis. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Whoever that guy was, I think the point was made. I don't think we needed to add to that. All right. So, Henry, you're an exhibitionist. We get it, man. There's nothing wrong with it. If that's how you feel, if that's your jollies, good for you. <laughs> 
No, that was a very that, for me. That was an embarrassing time. I felt bad because there was kids around. Oh, and I had oh, ID and oh security. Okay. Yeah, you got to ruin it. We were all having a great time. Yeah. Penis, penis, penis. Then all of a sudden, you're a pedo. Now right, I can't go 500 feet near a school. <laughs> right. One of radio's most popular and longest-running programs, The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. From the 818, most horrifying moment, I was standing in front of my 12th grade students teaching oh. when my shirt mm-hmm. button came undone, oh, exposing no. my breast. Oh, no. No name given. The most popular teacher ever in that high school, though. Yeah, probably. And while we're talking about accidental nudity, I'm not remembering this wrong. Wasn't there a situation with... Uh, Jersey Shore? No. Tara... Yes, Tara Reed. Tara Reed oh, on the red yes. carpet. And she just stood there and she couldn't feel that it was out. And just took like five or six minutes worth of photos waving. Hello, yeah. hello. People are like, pick up your top. She's like, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Why, and why did she say she couldn't... I think she, she had, had she couldn't tell her no she surgery. had surgery surgery so she okay. didn't have any sensation yeah so she had no I mean and it was so weird for people like how do you not feel if like Ali you would feel it in the air right if your breast was not covered I would think I mean yes <laughs> okay <laughs> I didn't at the beach that's true okay I'd like to see you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about accidental nudity. It wasn't the plan, but somehow you exposed a body part weren't looking to, but that's what happened. Like Juan in Newport Beach. He's on line one to get us going in this segment. Morning, Juan. Hey, what's up, party people? Talking to ac- Accidental nudity. What happened? So uh, it was laundry day, and uh, yeah, I had you know, my laundry set up, go to the laundromat. I was there for an hour and a half, and I didn't realize that... Uh, I wore the shorts with the giant hole on the left side, so everybody was able to see the old scrote for about an hour and a half. <laughs> the old scrote! That's my favorite bar in West, in West favorite, Hollywood. I'm always at the band. old scrote. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> the, the, worst part, the worst part was after the hour and a half, it was in, like a really, really older lady who came up to me, and she's like, excuse me, young man, we could all see your scrote up. So I was like, oh, no... <laughs> and then did another guy say, I heart penis. <laughs> I got a few numbers that day. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Happy it worked out well for you. Thank you, Wad. We appreciate you. We also appreciate Hannah in Upland. She's up next line, too. Morning, Hannah. Good morning, guys. You got uh, a story so that involves I... the old scrote? <laughs> um, kind of similar. Uh, so I was at Pride a couple of years ago. And, you know, people at Pride are very comfortable, so I was wearing hardly anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to the restrooms, and their porter potties. not a big fan of those. And I was walking back to my friends, which were about a half a mile away, because we were posting up for to watch the next band come up. And uh, I didn't realize, I was trying to go so fast on the porter potty that uh, I didn't put my bottoms on correctly. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, the full vaheen out for everybody to see. I love it! Um, and, uh... They were like, I saw their faces like, what's going on? And they were like, oh, I can see your tampon string. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, wow. So it was like time of the month and everything else was on blast. So it was like, it was pretty But at least it wasn't like in a schoolroom setting or something. You're at the pride parade. Everyone's like, wow, she's a little more (laughs) forthcoming (laughs) than most. But she fits. And I'm like, wow, grateful for mine, kind (laughs) of. I have it in my vagina file. Right. Okay. (laughs) I don't know who who that is. (laughs) Hannah, you keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate the call. Thank you. You got to have the VJJ. You do have to have the VJJ. That's true. 1 800 520 talking about accidental nudity. I'm hoping to get more in front of more. More crowds. I'm looking for more in front of people. Oh, you want giant crowds? 
Uh, yes, I want Louie in Northridge, to, though, on line six, please. Morning, Louie. Hey, hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, so accidental nudity, happened, what happened? Uh, my, my story happened in seventh grade. So we're at um, gym class right in the morning. So th- the gym shorts were really short back then. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing, I was wearing some uh, boxers at the time, not some tidy whitey so they weren't tight against my skin. And so when I sat on the ground, those things ride all the way up. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting down with my legs just spread out. And the girl across from me is like, hey, man, your junk's popping out of your leg. I can see the old scrote. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sunset over fat so, balls. <laughs> and, and you were, and you were like, you, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, from then on out, I was known as the kid with the really big junk. So, I mean, it worked out. All right. right. That works oh. out. Really. Good ending. I see that see? humble brag. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so <laughs> traumatic, but it's... It <laughs> you got to get a nickname. Yeah. That's the way to get one. Yeah. My face was red at the time, but after that, I was known as the kid with the big junk. So, I mean, can't be embarrassed with yeah, that. You said it nope. twice. Yeah, so you said that. Now. Let's do it again. <laughs> Thank you, Louie. Appreciate the call. Balls, 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 Lakewood. We welcome Jason to the show. Hey, Jason, accidental nudity. That's the topic. What's up? I was pulling into a hotel valet parking spot, getting out of my car. Uh, picked up my gun off the floorboard in my car, got out, stuck my gun in my waistband behind me, and it pulled my shorts all the way down to my ankles. No underwear on the time. I mean, we're, we're sort <laughs> yeah. of burying the we're, lead here. Yeah, but. We're, uh, we're, it's hard to focus on your story past the part where you had a gun in your waistband. And no underwear. There's a couple things going on. What was, it was, what like was happening? The what? It was like Winnie the Pooh, just shirt only. Yeah, yeah, but with right, the gun, it sort part. of changes yeah. the Winnie the Pooh part. But. <laughs> where, where were you going with the gun that day? Uh, I was living in Florida at the time, and that's yeah, that the common sense. That's all okay. makes sense. That yeah. Yeah. Yep, that tracks. Okay, no further necessary. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> let's uh, let's do one more. Let's make it Jessica Lackerson to line uh, one. All right, Jessica. Good morning. Good morning. Accidental nudity. What happened? Take us home. Okay, so I was at one of those big time uh, piano bars where you have like the dueling piano bars, mm-hmm. and so they were like, "Okay, we're gonna see how many bras we can get." And they divide the whole bar in half, and they're like, "All right, you come on stage." And I was like, "Oh yes, it's my moment." So I go on up there, and I'm trying to be like all sexy and get my bra like through the side of my arm, but I'm wearing a tube top. And so all of a sudden, I get it all the way off, and I'm like, woo, and my tube top goes, whoop, and I'm like, full boob, showing up. And everybody went crazy? Hello. And everyone went crazy, and I <laughs> turned, but you know, the back of the walls at a piano bar are all mirrors. So I like try to turn myself from the crowd, but then there's all the mirrors Everybody's right there. Still so funny. <laughs> entire place could still see. There was nowhere to hide. And then the rest of the night, all the, I was, like, down off stage, and the guys were like, hey, nice boobs, nice boobs. You want a drink? And I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Mm. This is uh, This is what happens with a night out at the old scrote. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
K-R-O-Q. I mean, I thought we were friends, but then he comes in and he starts disparaging Noel Gallagher, and I don't know how we can go on with Jonah Ray. I mean, those, are, sides. those are fighting words on, on this show, Jonah. I mean, what do you... What, I, I already said I don't like Sublime, and that's like saying you don't like Jesus in a church here, K-Rock. I mean, it's so, true. Yeah. We have but to ask we'll, you to leave now. Yeah, we'll allow that, but but really, Liam over Noel? I mean, really? Liam over Orange Noel's County vote. Lee over... Uh, yeah, Liam is funnier... And his, his last oh, personality-wise, I think oh, Liam's course. hysterical. Of and when he calls Noel a potato, nothing better. <laughs> By the way, Noel is yeah. a potato. I mean, yeah, he really is. He really is. Doesn't move. But I'm talking about that last Liam album was fantastic. I liked it. It was fine. Was it better than Noel's? Yeah, because it was simpler. It was no, more. It was more, more to the point. Those no, those high flying birds, they just <gasps> fly too high and go too far, <laughs> too long. Not even close. <laughs> I will cut you. I will cut you. Back to your opinion is wrong. <laughs> That's our whole show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you don't have a podcast called Your Opinion Is Wrong, you're not doing it right. That's a great name for a podcast. Jonah, guess who I saw? on Saturday and spend a little bit of time with uh your wife your friend <laughs> weird al oh that's all. yeah i was uh, i went and saw him i think the week before you did mhm how great is this strings attached tour how uh, how fun is it it's it's really really good i i think it's a combination of like the best of weird al shows cuz last year's tour which was his <laughs> indulgent vanity tour which he did all of his originals no <laughs> parodies uh, was really great and loose. It was like seeing a band that's been playing together for 30 years just kind of do an intimate show. And then now he kind of has that vibe, but with a huge orchestra attached. <laughs> yeah. and so uh, so it's. I, I think it was like one of his best shows, for sure. I do, too. I thought it was so, so fun. I loved it. And, and you know, one of the reasons you're here today is because you got this new Weird Al tribute EP that's out right now. And I, I, I don't think I've ever heard the story of how you and Al became friends. You guys must go back a lot of years. Yeah, yeah. I think um, he had heard about like uh, he saw some of my videos and was a fan of them mm -hmm. like some of the sketches I'd done uh, online and then uh, I was writing on a show and he was going to be a guest on it he was going to do a sketch and so everyone knew I was a huge Weird Al fan so he they put me in charge of like writing the sketch and producing it and you know sitting with him for when we were uh, shooting it, and so we kind of became pals then, and then just kind of stayed in touch. And Bean's story yeah. is the opposite. Bean was just like, ow, 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 <laughs> ow, 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 ow. It's the worst way to meet him. Did it, did it, were you, um, as ow, I was, ow. the first few times I met Al, completely in awe and humbled by his presence? Did you have any trouble kind of accepting him as just a person? Because I still, I'm still not there Bean yet. Bean thinks that he is, and I quote, the best person person ever. Yeah, he's oh. the greatest human of all time. I actually like uh, Liam Yankovic a little bit better <laughs> than... Because uh... <laughs> uh, <laughs> at some point, if you're working with him as you were, you have to forget that he's the Al Yankovic that you grew up loving, and you have yeah. to just say, okay, he's a colleague and a, and a friend. Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's like that happens a, a lot like uh, in like a, a career, I think. It's like, you know, because I've had to do that with Joel Hodgson from Mr. Science Theater. Right. Um, but like with Al, it's a he, he thinks we met uh, for the first time on that show I did the sketch for but in actuality it was when I was working at the Amoeba Records in Hollywood and I ah. saw him and I told my boss I'm like I'm taking my 15 minute break <laughs> and I went up to him and I was like Mr. Yankovic uh, I work here so like I'm cool and uh, <laughs> and I just want to say uh, you know Frank's 2000 Inch TV is like one of my favorite songs I put it on a mixtape he's like oh thank you so much this is my wife Suzanne I go hi <laughs> and he doesn't remember that so Aww. yeah
I wonder why he doesn't remember yeah, that, John. Just because I blocked like it a, out so hard. Such a memorable story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so where did the dumb, I mean, the genius idea come to about you doing this Al Tribute EP? Well, I like playing, uh, I, I don't play guitar well, but I, 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 I like playing guitar and I like kind of singing along to it. But I realized if I like kind of freestyled lyrics or if I made my own lyrics, I just would end up revealing truths to myself that I didn't know. Uh, okay, or, like, so you wanted to stay protective. Yes. Yeah, so right. like, it's like even when I was just by myself, I would just like sing like, it's like, I'm really sad all the time. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm the not. The bodies in yeah. the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and so the only lyrics I really know by heart are Weird Al lyrics. So I would mm -hmm. just sing those, and then I recorded them. Uh, like for just like on Instagram and then my friend Zach from Fiddler was like he's like yeah some studio time it'd be really funny if we recorded these songs and then so my friend and it's not to me, the same melody it's not the same music at no, all no I just did my own my own songs my own you know uh, structures and then just took his lyrics and then you know, did it and so do yeah. you feel you improved any of Al's songs no 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 not at all yes totally <laughs> <laughs> now people may not realize that you have a long musical history I mean you you're a punk rocker from way back. Yeah, I started playing in bands when I was like 12 and just in Hawaii in the punk scene. And, you know, I, it's it's not really music to most people, but it's, uh, you know, there, there was stuff I would play that was like literal noise. We were just like, sometimes it was just noise. Like, sometimes that's that what so you cool. need, man. Sometimes that's it, yeah. You know, just being loud is something that it's, uh, you know, like the, a few years ago, me and my friends got a little jam pad and, you know, Cypress Park, it's just a place we can go and just make noise and like, and like, it's, I play drums a lot, so it, that's very therapeutic because you're hitting things, banging on things, yeah. And then, but you're also like your creative brain is working at the same time, so you yeah. can kind of just get into a state where you're not really thinking about anything yeah. at all. All right, so the new EP is called "You Can't Call Me Al," which is a genius title, uh, by the way. Bad. Yeah, I can't take the credit for that. My friend Chantel Claret is the one who. Uh, it's been out for yeah. a week through Asian Man Records, and you have made some limited edition vinyl copies. But of course, it's available digitally uh, yes. as well. The on vinyl YouTube. sold out. Sold, oh, sold out in a day. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Nice. He made now, 10 of them, but they sold out. <laughs> uh, I believe it was 500, Kevin, by the way. <laughs> uh, you're going to do a record release show tomorrow night at the Hi-Hat. Tickets are only 5 bucks. available at the door. Where is the Hi-Hat, by the way? The Hi-Hat is in Highland Park. Okay, uh, fantastic. Yeah, and it's uh, and the tickets are $5, only available at the door. Um, and the proceeds will go to Santa Deor, which is like one of my favorite uh, like cat rescue places in, oh, that's fantastic. in Los Angeles. I love Such it. All right. Cuck. You got to get not, not the right. Not, not, use, the, not right. the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, soy okay. boy. Soy you should boy. Soy boy. Yeah, yeah. A little more of a soy boy. Yeah, yeah. Do we, uh, Kevin, take a break and give Jonah a chance to, to warm up here with the mics Do and you stuff? need time to warm up? Uh, I mean, it's not going to get any better. Okay, let's do yeah. it now. Do you want any... Uh, Reverb? Yeah, I'll take a little bit of reverb. Oh no! This is what I what I want is this because I once <laughs> got into. He's in charge of the reverb. Look at him. Echo, he looks like Paul reverb. Oakenfold. I'm ready to go. Yeah, he looks like Paul Oakenfold. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? It's Tiesto. I've always wondered it's what Jonah gone, sounds like on. in a toilet. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I once got into in the year 2001. I got into a horrific car accident. <laughs> that makes the, that story This is my better. inner monologue. <laughs> Uh, and it was to uh, it was to the um, acoustic version of Everlong by uh, Dave Grohl. Yeah. So oh. I'm hoping that an acoustic version of uh, one of my songs uh, will cause even more car accidents. Okay, <laughs> I hope so. it's, it's a lofty goal. Yeah. Which he, uh, which one do you want to shoot you, for here? I don't right? know. Mean, you're the, you're the you're the Weird Al fan. I got I could do Amish Paradise or I could do Eat It. I like I, Eat It. I, I, I was that I, his first. 
No, no it's his, first. his first. My Bologna was, uh, was first. Rocky Road. Or, no, or, My Bologna was first. My Bologna, yeah. yeah. Let's not argue with Bean. He knows. Actually, it was another one rides the bus. Okay. I love um, I love Welcome to Amish Paradise. I love Be Stupid, I Dare You To. Uh, I love Just Beat It, honestly. They're all great. Which one do you feel like playing? Which one is the emotion flowing for right now? Let's do, uh, let's do uh, Just Beat It. Um, okay. Just because it's the shortest one. Okay. All right. Shorter it's, it's really emotional, so yeah. Such a fussy young man Don't want no Captain Crunch Don't want no Raisin Bran Well don't you know That other kids Are starving in Japan So eat it Just eat it Don't want to argue I don't want to debate Don't want to hear About what kind of foods you ate You won't get no dessert Till you clean up your plate So eat it Don't you tell me you're full Just eat it Eat it Get yourself an egg And beat it have a banana, have a whole bunch It doesn't matter what you had for lunch Just eat it Ooh. Oh God Just eat it Ooh. Just eat Thank you so much So many people crashed Yeah, so there's a lot of I don't think I've lost you guys more listeners <laughs> in such a short amount of time. I, listen, this is one of those moments where we always say, we hope someone's alarm goes off right now. <laughs> in the middle of that song, it would have been perfect. It is, I have these moments when I play these live where I, I go, I, like, because I try to do the thing where I take it really seriously. Yeah. That's the right. thing I always liked about Tenacious D so much. It's like, they never winked. And right. then I try not to, and then I just fouling it up every once in a while and they realize the ridiculousness of it and giggle. The uh, EP is called You Can't Call Me Al. It's available where you get music. The uh, record release show is going to be tomorrow night at the Hi-Hat in Highland Park. Great opening bucks. at bands, too. We got Toys That Kill. We got oh. Phil's Pills. We got oh. uh, we got uh, Tim Casher from the band Cursive. Very legendary. I'm sorry, you're only charging five bucks? Yeah. That's not good business. Well, you know, I'm just too much of a fan of Fugazi okay. to really charge anymore. <laughs> yeah. Jonah Ray our guest. Quick break. More with him right after this on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Was that uh, Lizzo selling out in a commercial right there? For months. Sounded, yeah. Sounded like it. I yeah. didn't mm-hmm. know she'd cashed in already. When all you're right. spilling all your juice. Is that yeah. what it is? Basically. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Windex. <laughs> our, our friend uh, Joda Ray is in studio with us right now. We had a conversation on the show last week. Uh, Jensen, I think you brought this up because we were talking about, uh, we had Kevin Bacon in and he mentioned he was doing the Bacon Brothers. And then we started talking about other actors who had become musicians. And, you know, we ended up talking about people like Jared Leto and people like Drake. And then yesterday you said to us, what if we flipped it? Yeah. What if we had a conversation about people who were well-known and successful as musicians? Correct. But then went into acting. Who has had the greatest career as a musician turned actor? Right. The transition is not easy. It's not easy at all. As seen in Cool as Ice. And the very first one that I said, and Jonah, I thought this might be a good topic for you to weigh in on because you are literally a former musician who has gone on to do acting. 
right? I mean, that's not your primary thing. I mean, none have, of it you is. Have, you have acted, right? <laughs> the very first name that I thought of, and I know that there are dozens have done it, is Courtney Love, who was obviously very well known as a musician and then got rave reviews for The People vs. Larry, Larry Flint. And I think people were shocked at how good she was. Now, are we trying to find a number yeah, one only? Are we for, doing a top ten, no, top we're gonna, five? we're going to try to find number one. Top but I just three? think it's weird that that's the first Same. one being thought of. Same. I mean, really? she is Why? really good. Yeah, she was so movie. great. No, she did, um, she did Man on the Moon. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. People yeah. vs. Larry Flint, which are two, you know, great movies. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought she has, still thinks she has real potential as a great actress. And then some other ones started coming to mind. Like, I was thinking about Bjork, who was nominated for an Oscar for one her, one, in the dark. Yeah. her one and only movie. She, she said she would never do a movie after that because the experience was so terrible. But she was so great in that. She's great. That's my that's my joke about like it's a, when I'm at a party. I was like, you guys want to pump this up a notch and watch Dancer in the Dark? <laughs> <laughs> By the uh, way, uh, if we're going for number one, don't bring up Bjork. There's no way Bjork's you can't be number no, one. You can't be in one movie and be number one. Right. I'm not yeah. saying she's number one. I'm just saying that was my thought process when you when you brought up the topic. All right, well, you let's just bring some heat. Let's bring some heat. We know okay. Will. We know Will Smith is that's really mine, high Will on Smith. the list. Yeah. He's got to be in the conversation. He's got to yeah. be okay. in the conversation. So does friend of the show because he hates me, Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Absolutely. You have to put yeah. him up top. Uh, you what do, about, don't you? Yeah, Boogie Nights, Three yeah. Kings, I Heart Huckabees. Now, Jonah, yeah. let's get your opinion. How good an actor is Mark Wahlberg? He's really good. Yeah, and I think so, too. Yeah, it's, in the, it's in kind the right of, And it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, David Bowie? Yes. Labyrinth, Prestige. You got to yeah. throw him in. Amazing. Tom Waits. Tom Waits is his mystery man. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, everyone. A Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yes. yes. Everyone, Outsiders. Everyone right. yesterday yeah. made fun of me because I brought up Flea, but Flea's movies that he's been in are awesome. Back to the Future 2, Big Lebowski. Suburbia. Suburbia. Mm, yeah. He's been in great things. Um, him and Kiedis about- were in. Him and Anthony Kiedis were in uh, The Getaway. What was that movie? Oh, yeah. Or the Chase. That's right. The Chase. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. What about the mother effing Cube? Yeah. Yeah. Ice Cube, oh, quite Cube. a career as well. He has to, I mean, I another consider him a really guy. good actor, by yeah. the way. We're going ice with Cube. Ice, let's go with Ice-T. Ice-T uh, is another Quite a TV great career. Yeah. 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 I like um, it when people give him crap for uh, playing a cop on TV. Right. Like, like it somehow like, ruins his like, street cred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Following him on Twitter is a delight, by He's the way. He's That final okay. level, yeah. yeah. Very good. <laughs> um, have you followed Craig Kilborn on Instagram yet, though, Jonah? Uh, no. Jonah, it's life-changing, I'm telling you right now. Yeah. It's amazing. Really? (gasps) Yes. It's incredible. I mean, you probably didn't know he was still alive. He is, and he's phenomenal. (laughs) The the blurred line between comedy bit and regular person has never been. Oh, really? Can't really tell. Can't tell. Oh, man. Um, I know it's only one performance, so he's not in the conversation for greatest musician turned actor, but Meatloaf in Fight Club was one of Very the great, Ooh, yeah. great acting performances of all time. Also Don't forget Rock, Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture Show. Yeah. 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 Rocky Horror? Uh, what, what about, um, in quite frankly, two of the greatest rom-coms of all time, both P.S. I Love You and Hope Floats? Mr. Harry Connick Jr. Jonah's oh. looking at me like I'm <laughs> yeah. crazy because you have no idea who it could he's be. He's also a yeah. voice in Iron Giant, and he's very good. At yeah, it. yes, he's yeah, very good. He's very good. Remember the scene in Hope Floats where Mae Whitman was? She was a little girl, and she walks out to the car, and she just starts sobbing with her little suitcase because she wanted her dad to take her. And then she's like, ah, and she's crying so hard she's almost heaving. And then you see Sandra Bullock walk down. And I forget who we're talking it's about. Less, it's, it's, less it's less funny when she's seen the movie. Guess what? That wasn't even supposed to be in the movie. Sandra Bullock was so moved and was so freaked out by how hard she was crying that she went and scooped her up. Uh. Now you can see. Yep. Thank you, Mr. 
Barbara Streisand, Cher. Um, no, hold on. No. Barbara Streisand. No. That's your number one. Really? Like, she won yes. She's won awards. She has won Academy <sighs> Awards, and she has been... I mean, Will Smith has been in a lot of big Will movies. Will Smith has, like, three Grammys and was had two has Academy Award nominations. Yeah. So Barbara Streisand has won Academy Awards and has been in ten smash blockbuster movies. What and is a great the actress. Been? Well, I can't name them all. A but Star I'm just is saying. Born, that's one. Oh, yes. and also I'd like to throw out Gentle. Lady Gaga for one movie. Also, oh yeah, I don't um, think you can be number one for one. No, movie, you can't. You, you can't. just can't. You should just be I, mentioned. There's I probably would say, a ton of pop young pop stars that we're totally forgetting that are in movies. Mandy Moore, Mandy yeah, Mandy Moore, Moore great, great TV career. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Gomez. Hudson, Selena Jay Gomez, Hud, yeah. Jennifer, yeah. Jennifer Hudson was in Freddy vs. Jason. She's great in that. That's definitely what she's best known for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cher, Frank Sinatra. Did we say Sinatra? Also, no. uh, uh, Oscar winner. Mm. He was. He won an Oscar for acting. He, yeah. he did. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, he won he an Oscar for singing. <laughs> you can. You can. Uh, did we say you. Madonna? Madonna. Madonna. Also very good Madonna. in certain movies. In certain Mo- movies. Most yeah. deaf. Most deaf. Uh, Most definitely, she has played in certain movies. Yeah. <laughs> be kind, rewind. Yeah, be kind, rewind as yeah. well. I think we right now. Are we getting anywhere close okay. to a number one? Though? Here's where we have. Okay. I think we have. What about what? Donald Glover? Donald uh, Glover, actor to musician. Oh. He didn't start as a musician around. to act. Oh, okay. community he first. was on our other list. Oh, yeah. shoot. That's okay. why people call me the white Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone started to say it. Everyone's been talking about they it. They tweeted right. about well, it. I haven't heard that. That's uh, cool. Yes. I, am the, I am the king of the white Donald Weird. Glover. That's no. cool. Yes. It says on his license plate frame. Uh, Will Smith, Mark Wahlberg, Barbara Streisand we have as competitors, I think. Let's take Wahlberg off the list just okay. because just we want to. Because yeah. he, yeah. he beat up that guy. Let's take Streisand off the list. Well, right now we just have Will Smith. So then we, I'll put back on Ice Cube so that he's there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith is up I mean, top this Will list, Smith. guys. I don't know if we can if we can beat it. And what I are we doing? Are we doing? You know, is it legacy? Is it you know like awards? Or I think is it overall the popularity? career. No, no, no. I think overall career. And Will Smith. I yeah, I it has so to. Too. Be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Let me remind you though. I did bring up Cool as Ice, but he's also in the second Ninja Turtles with the Ninja Rat. Uh, oh, Ninja Ice. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. a cameo. Mm, okay, I'll take that. I'll take. <laughs> no, no, you can get him to do it on cameo. All right, so Will Smith is our winner. Okay. Mm-hmm. The greatest musician turned actor is Will Smith. Yeah. All it's, right. I think I'm comfortable with that. I think it's But fair. it's funny that DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince is the music that he did be, and then went on to acting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you I know what I'm saying. Like, but he won two was, Grammys with that. Yeah. It was. It's very fun stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. summertime's a bop. That's true. It is. That agree. came out yeah. after he was uh, the yes, Fresh correct. Prince already started. Yes. Kevin That's just right. doesn't understand. Mm. File okay. it. File, file, file. Thank you, Jonah. All right, Jonah, we I cool. wasn't laughing with you. <laughs> you were doing the right thing. Thank you for uh, helping us narrow that down. Congratulations on You Can't Call Me Out. By the way, this is only an EP. Will there be more? You, you have more, yeah, more songs? You know, obviously? We started making more songs to flesh out the set for the show tomorrow. So we're like, now I have a version of Yoda, Trigger Happy, and oh, uh, Happy Birthday, and stuff like that. But All right. I don't know. I don't know how like like how long I can keep this up. <laughs> maybe if, the next one I'll do maybe I'll do a tribute to Adam Sandler songs on the next one. Ooh. What if Al took you on tour? I mean as his <laughs> opener. That would be uh a dream come true. 
Let me put it out there. Put it on the vision board? Yeah. All sure. right. There you go. <laughs> Have fun tomorrow night at the Hi-Hat Highland Park uh, 8 o'clock show with all those other great bands. Again, tickets just 5 bucks. proceeds to great charities for cats. Jonah, thank you so much for coming in. Really fun. Thank you so much for having me. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. We haven't uh, mentioned this, but the uh, Kevin Bean uh, singles party to Las Vegas is happening uh, today. Getting on the bus around uh, 11 a.m. Uh, we're leaving in an hour. Yeah. Uh, Beer Mug, by the way, has, is as excited as a guy who's never been to Las Vegas before. <laughs> I cannot believe how much he's ready to bust out this weekend. But I just had a quick question ahead of Ali's What's Happening, and that is, uh, Kevin, are you going to be wearing the same thing you were wearing in the photograph that uh, that I posted last night and we've just retweeted at Kevin and Beat on Twitter? You know it. You'd be wearing the same outfit? Yeah. Is there anything better? It's, it is so remarkable. <laughs> it look. I, I tweeted also that it looks like Kevin Ryder walked so that Billie Eilish could run. He's <laughs> wearing like a huge parka jacket that's like kind of floral almost. It's sort of, it was for snowboarding. It's yeah, black where and I got orange that. checkerboard. Checkerboard. Yes. And, then yeah. you're wearing, and then you're wearing nondescript almost shorts. <laughs> then... Pants under the shorts? I think they were sweatpants, if I remember correctly. <laughs> it's unreal. We went to Scotland, Bean and I, and we were going to search for the Loch Ness Monster, I think. Like you do. And it was way too cold, and I didn't have the right clothing. Why did I buy that jacket, and why did I have it with me? Great question. Okay. But the sweats under the shorts were because it was just too cold, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> and it's not a uh, great picture. Mm-hmm. Although I will say it's the only picture of you in the decade of the 90s where you're not wearing a tank top. That's true. Or just shorts. <laughs> it's the only one. Yeah. It does look like you were so committed to shorts that you were going to wear them even if you also had to wear long I pants. I don't know how to put myself in that mindset. but um, Or that you lived in the park. I didn't make a lot of great fashion decisions, if that's what you guys are insinuating. But I mean, this is, this is, this is so exceptional. overboard. It's insane, Kevin. It's exceptional. Yeah, uh, exceptional is what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It's... you are warming your hands over a, a fire in a trash can with a bunch of other hobos in this photo. <laughs> That's right. I think you found the shorts <laughs> under a freeway. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not looking great either. <laughs> Truth I be know. told, yeah, well, no, you... but you're next to me, which is the key. Yeah, right. it's, it's the taller than Brad Williams Award. <laughs> you, you, you look better than him, but that's still not good not for you. A lot. Yeah, but yeah. no one's looking at you because right. holy crap, what am I doing? Oh, it's classic. You definitely, what definitely am I doing? have to check it out. You're just being Kev Dog, man. So you're just being Kev Dog, Scottish Kev Dog. <laughs> All right. Those were good times, you guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Good to hear. Good to hear, and that was Keep It 100. Thank you for your text. We appreciate it. Um, we look forward to this every Friday where you get to help us pick the music. Any K-Rock song you've ever heard, if we have it, we'll play it. We do call it Keep It 100. I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. All right, we had some great. Uh, that wasn't great. enough. Great choices this week. Um, Josh from Long Beach was looking for Lady Killer by the Vandals as his Keep It 100 choice. We always enjoy hearing yes. some Vandals. That was uh, texture number 99. Texture 101 was Brimful of Asha by Corner Shop. Oh, I like that song. I do too. I know that has been requested before. It has never been uh, for Texture 100. This time it was Craig in Orange. And I'm sorry to say, not this week, so close. But we do have Texture 100 on the line. And I believe this is going to be our friend Jason. He is in Long Beach. Jason, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. 
What do you got going on this weekend? What are your plans? Um, a whole lot of golf, I think. I'm golfing twice. Oh, wow, all right. right. Look at you. He's are a you? white guy. <laughs> 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 Indeed. Um, how, out of the thousands of K-Rock songs you could choose, how did you pick the one you picked? Well, um, this is my favorite Green Day song by far. Um, and I also thought it would be hilarious to request a nine-minute song uh, for this segment for you guys. We really don't play songs that are over, like, five minutes for the most part. Yeah. So that is funny. Yeah, very few exceptions. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> well, uh, well we've, and we thank you, by the way. Go ahead and introduce your pick for this week's Keep It 100. All right. This is Jesus of Suburbia by Green Day. All right, Jason in Long Beach, think we won't play a nine-plus-minute song? Well, there you go. That's your Keep It 100, Green Day Jesus of Suburbia. Man, I got to listen to that album now this Same. weekend. That album gotta, is a classic. I got to go back to American Idiot. That was the fifth single from American Idiot, by the way. The fifth single from that album. Allie, when do you suppose Jesus of Suburbia was unleashed onto the unsuspecting public here on K-Rock? Uh, either... 2004, mm-hmm. 2005, mm-hmm. possibly 2006. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but you said Bigger it was range the, than usual. It was the fifth single? Yes, it was the fifth but single. But wait, are you asking when the album came out or when no, the single when the, became when the famous? Single came out. Yeah. Okay. yeah. When the song became the song. Gotcha. Yeah, it was since it was later, it was since it was the fifth single, that would take some time. So 2006. That's your final answer. No. <laughs> Would yes. you like to phone yeah. a friend? 2005. Yes, it is 2005. Jeez. It was, that was quite a journey. It was October wow. 25th of 2005. Yeah, when I Green thought Day it was later, 2005. So. As a single. That was a great choice, Jason in Long Beach. Well done, son. We'll do it again next Friday for Keep It 100. Keep It 100. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's a shame there's no... Uh... Way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. It's Friday on the show and I'm nervous for you. So in case you missed it, here's the week in review. Omar went gothic and wore a mesh shirt. With nipples so hard, I assume they hurt. And Bean's got a bunch of website names covered. Hit him up if you love the least famous gift brother. And Craig Kilborn posts on Instagram a lot. So give the guy a follow. Why not? Old man Ruben had some first dates. That's why he's been single since 1938. We played Afro calls and proved people are dummies and animal stories. Other than that, probably rugby. Jonah, Ray, and Jillian Bell were both fun. Y'all sure are dumb when you call 911. Keep it 100 like you worked for the blast. If you missed that, download the podcast. A lot of show, you guys. 
No way you can hear it all. That's why you need to stay caught up with the Kevin and Bean podcast available at radio.com or iTunes or wherever you get yours. And we very much appreciate when we hear from the podcast listeners. Unless they're making fun of us like a week after something happened. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to relive the shame all over again. All right. I think we're about ready to call it. But first, Allie's got one more look at what's happening. And then we head to the bus for Las Vegas. Uh, big thank you to Dave, who saw this tweet by Noisy and immediately sent it to me and I would like this uh, writer Leslie Horn to write everything. Okay. Here's how this article starts. Well the years start coming and they don't stop coming and before you know it Smash Mouth's All-Star is 20 years old. So to celebrate the big milestone what do they do? Well they commission an EDM duo named Breathe Carolina. Mm -hmm. Never heard of them. But uh, to give the song a little little remix, if you will. A lot of times this is not good. And according to Leslie Horn there at Noisy, she said, guess what? It slaps. And if you try to say anything different, you'll reveal yourself to be a hater of fun and also life. <laughs> Whoa. Listen, I haven't listened to it yet. I love Leslie Horn's writing. I'd like to just say I love this clip already. Yeah. You're already in. Yes, well, because... I feel like you're a bad person if you don't. Right. That's what, what Leslie says. Mm-hmm. That's what she's saying. So, uh, hit it. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. But that worked. What is it better than this? Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me. It's the applause. I mean, here's the beat drop. I will say this about the song. It's the band's first ever official remix. Oh. So that's not bad. That's a, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. I like it. I don't Leslie. hate it. Leslie, we uh, like it. Kevin is not a hater of fun right. we like or it. life. Are you Correct. guys able to play music on the Vegas bus? Yes, we are. Are you going to play the new Smash Mouth remix? I don't know if we have time to, hmm. but I feel like we may. Quick drive to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you know how fast they get yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, the first ever official Smash Mouth sanctioned remix. Today's a big day. That's right? all I'm saying. I didn't know it was that big until yeah. right now. Well, it's also a really big day for someone that shopped at the Ralph's directly across from our station. That's you guys. insanity. Yeah. Directly across from K-Rock, a Super Lotto Plus ticket worth $72 million was sold. Congratulations. You guys. That Ralph's, by the way, is going to collect a bonus of $360,000 for selling that winning ticket. The winner has 180 days from the date of the draw to claim their prize. So I, uh, I won. Well, you won? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I was just now gonna, you tell us. Yeah. I was just going to announce that I won. Oh. oh. This stinks because I won. What? What? Okay, one of these is telling the truth. Which one is it? <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys. Uh-huh. I won. 
Oh! Beer mug one. One of these four people <laughs> is telling the truth. <laughs> this is so dumb. But congratulations to whoever won $72 million freaking dollars. That's sweet. That'd be all right. Fabulous. It was Rodney. Rodney, Rodney one, yeah. Rodney. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> amazing. You guys, a D23 Expo kicking off a little later today, and they're going to kick it off with the star-studded ceremony where they have a new class of honorees for the Disney legends. Do you know what Disney legends are? No. They're people who have made remarkable contributions to the Disney legacy. That could be in movies, TV, uh, music. Hmm. And so, like James Earl Jones, for instance, for being the voice of the Lion King. Well, funny you should mention him. He is on the list this year. Oh. Other honorees include Robert Downey Jr., Christina Aguilera, Bette Midler, James Earl Jones. What did Bette Midler do for Disney? Oh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. Hocus Pocus. You can get wow. in, wait, hold on. You can get into the Hall of Fame from just Hocus Pocus? Sure. Oh. How about Lindsay like Lohan? High standards. Yeah, it's not very high. I mean, Lindsay, don't get me wrong. Ben Midler's awesome, but I'm saying, like, I thought you had to have done a million things. But anyway. how about Lindsay Lohan? Uh, Lindsay Lohan for the, uh, the, the Love Bug. I think Parent Trap's Disney too. Oh, okay. She is. Uh, she's not on the list this not on year. The list yet. Okay. Uh, James Earl Jones, of course. Darth Vader and Mufasa. Yeah. Uh, Robin Roberts, 15 years at ESPN, now on Good Morning America. Diane Sawyer, like three decades at ABC. John Favreau. Oh, that's good. Right. Yeah. Lion King, and then did uh, the first two Iron Man films. Jungle Book. Uh, Jungle Book, absolutely. Choreographer and director Kenny Ortega, High School well, Musical. Yeah, well worth yeah. it. Yeah. Descendants franchise, Hocus Pocus as well. What about the guy that goes, under the sea? The under the sea guy. <laughs> the under the sea guy. Right? It's a great Is he question. on there? <laughs> he is not. I don't know his name, but. He is not. Okay. I believe it was Sebastian. Okay. okay. Sebastian but, the guy. But saving uh, the best for last because she is such a lovely human being and we love her so very much. Mulan. Ming Na Wen. Love her. Ming Na Wen. And of course, Marvel's agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. On she's ABC. The, she's the best. Just so great. So, uh, oh, and Hans Zimmer, too. He's pretty okay. good. And that family that got in a fight at Disneyland last <laughs> month. <laughs> <They're all laughs> there are two. <laughs> that never happened. Oh, right. Yep. That never happened. Yeah. Uh, guys, I uh, I don't want to leave on this story just because I feel like it'll put Kevin in a bad mood before. Nothing can put me in a bad mood. I'm going to Vegas. The greatest debate in all 10 seasons of Friends has finally been answered. Mm. Rachel's <laughs> not going to be happy about it. As any Friends fan can recall, the devastating breakup between Ross and Rachel in season three. Am I cut now? Oh, no. Now? Oh, I can't oh. believe her microphone just ran out oh, of no. juice right at the end of the <laughs> oh, show. No. Juice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figure it's battery powered, right? <laughs> all right, long story short, plenty of fish. All right. Okay. Got it. I'm just saying. You get it, right? Look it up. It has to do with them being oh. on a break. Shut up! Happy birthday, Jay Moore, Kobe Bryant, Julian Casablancas, and that's what's happening. Can you shut up forever? Okay. Thanks, Ellie. And your drive home today, listen to Striker and Klein's commercial free-for-all, a random act of helpfulness, me SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Uh, we're about to uh, hop on the party bus and head to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas yeah. for Kevin's party yeah, bus single. Are you going to be live streaming and stuff? On we are not, but apparently mm. it says here, follow the fun all weekend long on our social media, okay. at Kevin and Bean on Twitter Someone's and Instagram. Someone's live streaming. Yep. I think uh, <laughs> Pierre should do an Ask Me Anything on the bus. Oh, that's a good one, too. Oh, yeah. that is a good idea.
I will not hide anything on the bus. I think Whoa. you'll hide something, huh? <laughs> Wait, I, I don't get that one. Hide the salami. Oh, I see. Oh, see, right. it's a sex reference. That's, yeah. And I brought the sandwich. Don't go back and join my friend. Wait, what? <laughs> that's, some, that's some powerful ad living moments. <laughs> Wait, what am I trying to say? Hold on. Excuse me, I'm screaming. And I also think it wouldn't hurt you to talk to a therapist about your bathroom issues because there's clearly something going on there. Sorry, I got a swallow. I get a whoop whoop. No. Or just pass it on down. You know what? I don't need this. I'm going. Good. Grand. Great. Fine. And knock that radio off. I'm sick of hearing it. Thank you, rock and rollers. I just want to say how thrilled everybody is backstage with the way you've received our show. Oh, well, I'd like to thank the great state of California for your time. I'm Mark Thompson. Assalamu alaikum. I'm afraid our time is up. Bong, bong. Yeah, that felt good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.